We'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for March 25th, 2019. This next report is entitled, This Pile of Bodies Proves the Mosque Shooting Was a Staged False Flag Deception. When they won't let anyone see or be in possession of the actual footage from the mosque shootings under penalty of jail, they really can't afford to have anyone looking at it closely. That means, like the Sandy Hoax shooting, it would it wouldn't stand up to shooting scrutiny. I'm sorry. It's shameless fakery, a la Hollywood, and fake news is going on to put their spin on it to weave a tale so intricate many will be fooled. We know they are desperate to staunch the overflow of truth from the citizen journalists and social media because some very unpopular facts will be forthcoming that the psychopathic New World Order cannot withstand. The storm is just getting going. And here's a link to a, a report. It says, what are they trying to hide out of all the violent videos on the net possessing the, the New Zealand mosque shooting video can now get you 10 years in prison? Some people still continue to, and there's a link to that if you want to access that. Some people still continue to insist that this shooting actually happened, even though there are many smoking gun pieces of evidence that have been presented. I refuse to allow for the shooting to be seen as anything other than a complete hoax that it was. It was not a false flag. It was fake. Let's start with the gunman. When the gunman first enters the mosque. Now, here's a picture. Here's a screenshot of that moment. He blasts some people in the hallway, and then he goes into the main room, starts shooting to the right, then he turns his head, but not his gun, to the other corner. And here's what we see. The dark blob in the corner, which we are to assume is a pile of bodies, has not been shot yet. It looks like a bunch of dark coats or something thrown together with a naked dummy sprawled out in front of it. This happens at the seven minute mark in the video. Go check for yourself if you think any of these people could have been hit by bullets at this point. They couldn't have. Meaning they literally piled bodies up or what appeared to be bodies in this thing for the video. Also note, the guy who is lying partially under the bench as he plays a part of the key witness role and they interview the guy later. Uh, the gunman leaves the main room, reloads back in the hall, and then fires some shots in this general direction. You have to wonder why none of these people would have fled into one of the other rooms or out the window. They just lay there waiting to be shot. It shows more pictures of this actual um, footage, okay, screenshots. The gunman then leaves the building and then comes back to finish the job. Here is what we see in the same corner now. Note. And I, I say, n n nobody mentions this, there's no blood anywhere. There's no blood anywhere. I mean, some of these people are wearing light-colored shirts. And there is no visible blood or bullet holes in anything that I can see. None. You know, just, you know, nothing to see here. Just keep moving. Keep moving. You'll notice in this photo that the pile of darkness has now spread out a bit. In other words, that once he comes back, now the pile of bodies is in a different arrangement. Now, if they were all dead, piled up, why would they be, why would that happen? Well, maybe it didn't look as good for the camera or something. Maybe they were like, well, you know, hey, Frank, I'm, I'm like, you're laying on me here. Can you kind of like move off me? Yeah, okay, okay, Fred, I'll, I'll, I'll move off you. And so the bodies are in different spots. This is the body, that supposedly this pile of dead bodies that the lone gunman was shooting. So now the, the pile of dead bodies is spread out a bit and transformed into what looks like actual bodies. What happened while the gunman went back to his car? And why would they stay there if they were able to actually move? And you know, no, we're just gonna stay here and wait, wait to get shot again. 
The guy under the bench who did not get hit with any bullets, according to his own testimony, did not get up and run out of the building in this long time when the gunman went back to his car. No, no, no. He just he just moved a little bit. He did adjust his position, though, you know, because he's such a coward. He just adjusted his position and laid there to, to wait to get shot more, evidently, because he was paralyzed in fear. I don't buy any of this. I don't buy any, any, any narrative from the devil mainstream media. So here's another one. Uh, what they don't want you to see the New, Ze New Zealand mosque shooting video and it's not CGI. Now, if you click on this link, the, the original link for this story, it will give you the one where the brass is disappearing and a whole bunch more videos that, number one, I'm not even going to get into that because you have to watch them for yourself. It's, it's visual. I can't do that with an audio, obviously. But this link will load your boat. It'll give you about all the information that you need to see and it's all still up on the internet is the last time I checked it. There's another one. What they don't want you to see in the New Zealand mosque shooting video, and it's not CGI. The truth prevails and must be shown. The real reason the Christchurch shooting video is banned is not because it's CGI. That's a contra controversy to take the focus and the control of the narrative. Um, or that's a cover story, I'm sorry, to take the focus and control the narrative. The real reason the Christchurch shooting video is banned is because it clearly shows the Christchurch massacre is a black op. The shooter was not alone. He had help, and you can see them. And they go through, and they meticulously will stop it in a particular frame and show where there's other people, other uh, people present that are there, that are not being shot, that are helping this guy. Okay? The shooter was not alone. He had help, and you can see them, and this completely destroys the official lone wolf. Terrible racist white man narrative, and this is what they do not want you to see. So here's a link to that. But again, it doesn't do me any good to play any of that because you can't see it. This is If you want to see it, it's right here. It's going to be on page 12 of the, of the PDF for uh, 325.19. Next video. Um, New Zealand mosque attack. A Christian living in a majority Muslim country is... And I really believe this is, well, okay. A Christian living in a majority Muslim country is 143 times more likely to be killed by a Muslim, okay, for being a Christian than a Muslim is likely to be killed by a non-Muslim. Notice they don't say another Christian. They say a non-Muslim, which could mean a lot of different things, in a Western country for being what he is. So you're only 143 times more likely to be killed. Just times, so that's uh, what fourteen thousand and three hundred percent. Because it's not one hundred forty-three percent; it's one hundred forty-three times more likely to be killed by a Muslim for being a Christian by a Muslim in a majority Muslim country. Yeah, you know, because they're so tolerant and loving, you know. But that none of that matters because that doesn't fit the narrative, and all the Christians can die, and they love that so. fair and equal please via the link below but what was also disgusting was the regressive left's rush to exploit the tragedy to demonize people who had nothing whatsoever to do with the attack literally doing exactly what the terrorist wanted them to do as he outlined in his own manifesto they used the attack to create more division and hatred in society, to pour gasoline on the culture war. They're making lists of people who they openly demand be, quote, removed from society 
like some kind of Maoist or fascist purge. Left-wing journalists calling for every 4chan member to be treated as a terrorist, which is like saying that everyone who attended the same mosque as the Manchester suicide bomber should be treated as a terrorist. No, that's fascistic and authoritarian. Newspapers like the Daily Record asserting that the terrorist received, quote, guidance from me, a completely libelous and damaging claim backed up by no evidence whatsoever. Websites like Zero Hedge are being completely censored merely for covering the story. Candace Owens being blamed for the attack when the terrorist mention of her was clearly a sick joke intended to frame her because the racist alt-right absolutely despises mainstream black conservatives like Candace Owens, a nuance that the media consistently refuses to acknowledge. As Majid Nawaz, a Muslim reformist, points out, the regressive left, allied with Islamists, are exploiting Muslim bloodshed in New Zealand to settle scores with their political opponents and to grind their ideological axes. It is disgusting, it is dishonest, and it is disingenuous. The purge has begun. But isn't it a strange coincidence that the left only cares about mosques and churches being attacked when they can milk those atrocities to silence people's free speech? In Nigeria, more than 120 Christians have been gunned down or killed with machetes over the past three weeks by Islamic jihadists. Where's the outrage from the same leftists who rushed to exploit the Christchurch massacre? Where's the media coverage? There's barely been any. The New York Times, Washington Post, Chicago Tribune, LA Times, none of them even mentioned it. CNN didn't even report on it. Twelve entire Christian villages in central Nigeria were wiped out last June. Over 200 dead no one cared. Islamic extremists bombed a Roman Catholic cathedral on the Philippine island of Jolo, killing 20 people and injuring dozens of others. No one cared. Christians worldwide are the most persecuted, killed, and ethnically cleansed religious group on the planet. And no one cares. When Islamic terrorists attack Shiite mosques in the Middle East, often killing people in numbers even greater than the New Zealand tragedy, no one cares. It's barely a headline for a few hours and then everyone forgets about it. They only pretend to care when they can exploit the tragedy for their own agenda. And it's sick. Then you have tweets like this, which try to make everything into some kind of grisly competition to score oppression points by completely ignoring the industrial slaughter of innocents by Islamic jihadists. So far in 2019, there have been 453 Islamic terror attacks in which 1,956 people have been murdered. 4,305 Christians were murdered by Muslim extremists because of their faith in 2018 alone. A Christian living in a majority Muslim country is 143 times more likely to be killed by a Muslim for being a Christian than a Muslim is likely to be killed by a non-Muslim in a Western country for being what he is. A Frenchman is 10 times more likely to be murdered by a Muslim than a Muslim being killed by a non-Muslim terrorist anywhere in the Western world. If you want to turn this into some kind of sick numbers game, you're going to lose. The fact remains, engaging in legitimate debate about the impact of mass migration and falling fertility rates doesn't make you complicit in terrorist attacks. Just as when Islamic terrorists cite the Quran before their rampages, 
doesn't mean that every Muslim who reads the Quran is complicit in those attacks. Islamic terrorists cite foreign interventionist wars as justification for their attacks. That doesn't mean Muslims who engage in legitimate criticism of foreign interventionist wars are complicit in those attacks. The shooter said he was an eco-fascist who loved communist China. Does that mean environmentalists or members of the Chinese government are complicit? No! After every Islamic terror attack, the left repeats the same mantra. Not all Muslims, Islam is a religion of peace. They go out of their way to emphasize the immorality of collectively demonizing a whole group of people. Yet what's the first thing they do when there's a right-wing terror attack? They collectively demonize a whole group of people. Regressive left, jihadist terror attack? Don't name it Islamism, don't talk about the ideology, understand grievances and hug a Muslim. Also regressive left, New Zealand far-right terror attack? Blame pregnant Chelsea Clinton, compile hit lists of individuals and ban right-wing pundits. Listen, I know the temptation is always there to use guilt by association to smear your political adversaries. I know because I used to do it myself and then I stopped because I realized it was a zero-sum game. I realized it was disingenuous and callous. I'm not gonna cite the terror attack in Utrecht today to collectively demonize anyone apart from the individual lunatic responsible. But the left will never stop doing that. And that's not because they genuinely care about Muslims or other religious minorities. They don't. Their complete boredom and silence in the face of mosque attacks in the Middle East, church attacks in the Middle East, and attacks on Christians proves that. They only care about one thing. Power. Obtaining power by silencing their enemies. And while claiming they have the moral high ground, that's exactly what they'll continue to do. You don't have the moral high ground and so we have that <clears throat> i just thought he brought some good points here now i'm just going to throw this in here as well just to give us a little reminder and uh from the womb muslims are taught nothing but hate and to kill the infidel non-believers of islam that's what an infidel is and to be a martyr for allah and which they believe will secure them 72 virgins and uh 28 white-skinned boys in paradise so Muslim men, obviously, taught this. And, uh, and now if you're practicing Islam in a strict fashion, this is what you're taught, okay? So you're going to secure your, uh, well, here, we'll, we'll talk more about it. Once the Muslim martyrs go to hell, I'm sorry, I meant paradise, they can conveniently ditch their wives for the fresher and more pleasurable sexual encounters with the horus or maybe whores, I don't know, the beautiful virgins, the poor wives who gave up their virginity for the pleasure of their husbands do not get anything though. But wait, Allah is all merciful. He gives the wives the rare honor of watching their husbands deflower those 72 Horus virgins and the 28 young white-skinned prepubescent boys as pedophilia goes hand in hand with Islam because they got to have their they're bacha, bakabazi. Yeah, this is what they're promised in paradise. 72 virgins and 28 white-skinned prepubescent boys they can have their way with as well. Because pedophilia, pedopredators, you know, child rape goes hand in hand with Islam. 
After all, Muhammad, the founder of Islam, married his favorite wife, Aisha, at the ripe old age of six. And all, all Muslims follow his example. That was his favorite wife. Look up the Dancing Boys of Afghanistan to understand how raping little boys is such a huge part of their, quote, culture. That is rarely given a second thought by these good Muslim men. Bakabazi, which literally means being into kids, a slang term in Afghanistan for a wide variety of activities involving sexual relations with older men and younger adolescent boys. Also sometimes referred to as chai tea boys. They keep these boys in their little harems if they have enough money and these little boys service them sexually and get their tea and basically they're their little slaves. And then they grow up and do the same thing. Isn't Islam awesome? Isn't it just it's salt of the earth, you know? Salt of the earth. How can you help not like these, these devils, you know? The, the practitioner is commonly called bakabaz, meaning boy play, or simply bak. It may include, to some extent, sexual slavery and child prostitution. Yeah, you can pimp them out too. There's a link if you want to know more about that and that whole thing. And the next report, why does the mainstream media purposely ignore mass killings of Christians across the globe? Whenever there's a mass killing of Christians, it usually is entirely ignored by the mainstream media in the United States, and it doesn't take a genius to figure out why this is happening. Those that control the mainstream media despise Christians and consider them to be the main obstacle hindering the implementation of Satan's worldwide agenda. And so any story that would put Christians in a positive or sympathetic light simply does not fit in any of these narratives that they're pushing. But people deserve to know what's, what's happening. Christian persecution is rising in almost every nation on the planet, and this ongoing crisis should be our front pages on a continual basis but instead we never get to hear any of these stories unless we seek out alternative sources of information over in china the persecution of christians has reached a frightening crescendo recently officials have been going house to house and replacing pictures of what they think is jesus christ it's not it's Ananda emmanuel if you want to know more about that just key in master jesus in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com those are not pictures of jesus okay just so you know not you're bringing an idol and into your house it's an ascended master and that's again all by design um my children are destroyed for lack of knowledge lest satan get advantage of you for we are not ignorant of his devices jesus does not look like that but there's an ascended master called a, a sananda uh, esau Emmanuel or master jesus devil that's going to come back most likely with the antichrist and false prophet to deceive the christians that's exactly what he looks like. So when he appears, all Christians are going to fall for that one, hook, line, and sinker. Because they got that picture. You know. Anyway. Um, done whole teachings on that. They, But they've gone house to house replacing pictures of, you know, what they believe to be Jesus Christ with pictures of dictator Mao Zedong and or China's current authoritarian president, Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping, I'm sorry. In addition... Communist officials have removed Christian symbols and phrases on the outside of homes and replaced them with phrases praising socialist materialism. But they aren't stopping there. Bibles are being burned, and any churches that do not cooperate with the Chinese officials are being shut down or destroyed. Earlier in 2019, one of the largest megachurches in the entire country was literally blown to pieces with dynamite. So why are we talking about evil? Why are, why are we talking about evil that is on one level so we we're talking about evil that is on a level that is difficult to comprehend, sorry. So why won't mainstream media talk about any of this? Because they love and serve Satan, their master. That was what I put in there. That's why. Similar things are happening on the other side of the world too. In Aitria, Christians are being imprisoned, imprisoned 
in small shipping containers in scorching heat. Since 1993, President Afwerki has overseen an authoritarian, brutal regime that rests on human massive human rights violations. During the 2019 World Watch List reporting period, government security forces conducted many, many house-to-house -house raids and imprisoned hundreds of Christians in inhumane conditions, including small shipping containers in scorching heat. And in North Korea, Christians are being hung on the cross over a fire, crushed under a steamroller, herded off bridges, and trampled underfoot. And there's a link to that report if you want to see more about that. According to Charity, aid to the church in need, at least 200,000 Christians have gone missing in North Korea since 1953. Yeah, you really pay the price in North Korea for being a Christian. They know what the whole thing about, you know, the stuff they talk about in Revelation and, you know. Yeah, it's real to them. Many of them have been summarily executed. As to this, uh, th those poor people in North Korea, the, the conditions they live under. I watched a brief video on what the women in their military have to go through. Oh, it's so sickening. I mean, they're being raped. They're, they got to sleep on these nasty rice hull mattresses that stink. And they all are crammed together in these rooms. And there's no food. And they don't have, like, they don't give them sanitary pads for their period or if they do they they're they're sparsely given out they have to drink this nasty water that's oh i mean they have to go in the same bathrooms as the men do and they end up getting raped and oh i mean it's and it's mandatory you got a mandatory male and i mean and it's a long time it's like five or seven years or something and the men have to go longer oh it's horrible uh but yeah, Kim, Kim Jong-un, he's a good guy. He's a good dude. As to the sp specific treatment of those persecuted, the 2014 UN Commission of Inquiry report discovered that the North Korean regime has been guilty of mass crimes against humanity. It's pretty bad when the UN's condemning you and they're the coming backbone of the New World Order. But they love it. They love it deep down. If you were to replace Christians with some other favored group in any of the examples that I've just shared, like Muslims, you would instantly have front page news all over the planet, just like the New Zealand shooting. You can, you can kill Christians by the thousands wholesale, not a peep, but 50 people supposedly die, you know, and I don't even believe that. I'm not saying nobody didn't die, but, you know, there's too many red flags. I don't believe anything they're telling me. And now all of our rights collectively across the planet have to be taken away and we have to turn in all of our guns because if they could get away with it, that's what they would do over this one false flag lie that took place in New Zealand. The mainstream media is definitely not independent and they are not looking out for you. They have their own agenda and anything that does not fit that agenda does not get to be part of their news. Okay, so the next, well, it's really not a report, but it's just a series of headlines. This is just stuff that's, most of this is just broken like the last week or two. And this is just gives you a great example uh, of the hypocrisy that we're dealing with here. Thousands of Christians slaughtered by Muslims in mainstream media. Totally silent. One headline. Another 10 Christians killed as jihad carnage continues in Kaduna State, Nigeria. Another one. A staggering 11 Christians are killed every single day. And that's probably very conservative for simply believing in Jesus. Another one. Nigerian Muslim militants kill 120 Christians in three weeks. Hear about that? No. You hear about the 50 that maybe died. I'm not saying nobody didn't die, but, you know, like I said, I don't believe what their, their narrative at all. That's what you're going to hear about. You're going to hear the lies. 
you're not gonna you're not gonna hear the truth you're not gonna hear anything that's gonna make you sympathetic toward christians at all um another one muslim terrorist attack christian village destroy church next one christian woman forced to watch muslim terrorists butcher her husband next one where's the worldwide outrage and mourning for christians in nigeria the philippines and egypt well there is none not not on mainstream media next one isis infiltrate refugee camps christians and atheists asks attack they can rape kill and steal that's what they do that's what islam does here's a, here's one this was last year pure genocide over six thousand nigerian christians slaughtered mostly women and children hear about that on the news now you hear about your fake fake stream new zealand attack down there all staged yeah that's what you hear about another one kenya attack 147 dead as islamist islamist gunmen target christian students the next one Allah akbar new zealand recognizes muslim call to prayer as news anchors wear hijabs i actually um <clears throat> i forgot to get that out of there because i this actually goes in a different part of my study but we're, we're going to talk more about that they're they're turning into a 100 percent. they're they're converting to islam they're, they're trying to get mass forced or coerced conversion into islam or at least mega amounts of sympathy for it in new zealand right now and speaking out against it that will be totally outlawed you cannot speak against evil in the brave new world we're moving into next report <clears throat> troubling signs new zealand shooting is being used to turn my country into an islamic state i live in new zealand I become alarmed at developments in my country since the shootings last Friday. What I see unfolding seems so disproportionate to the magnitude of the crime. It seems like I've woken up and all of a sudden I live in an Islam, in in Islamic state. Here are some highlights of what is unfolding right now. The thought police are out in full force and people are being scrutinized for hate speech. Given green ribbons are being worn as a symbol of against hate. And there's no other devil, black devil death cult on the planet that could compare to Islam and in the hate that it exudes and that it exemplifies and that it demonstrates the raping the killing the pillaging the defiling the perversion there's no other there's no other devil death cult that can really compare to it not for the amount of damage they're doing and yet they're wearing green ribbons to to uh what was it to a symbol against hate should be a symbol against islam then another point mosques in many prayer rooms continue to be protected by armed police <laughs> please police aren't usually armed in my country though but see they're going to overkill this and blow everything out of proportion and you know next point vigils are being held all over the place in solidarity with the muslim supposed victims these seem to be morphed into what amounts to support for the islamic religion absolutely one catholic bishop bishop held one last saturday sunday afternoon in the ponsbury church after prayers there they processed over to the mosque which is on the opposite side of the road and prayed there and met there the bible says to be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers that's what the bible says very very clear about that we're not supposed to yoke up with them and pray together islamic people now if this had really happened if this had really been legit and i'm not saying nobody didn't die but I can understand praying for them, but not, not coming into unity and praying with them. There's no Bible for that at all. 
Next point, Whitcool's, one of our bookstores, probably the oldest, has removed Jordan Peterson's book, 12 Rules for Life, from its shelves. Why? Because he was photographed one time with a member of the public wearing an anti-Islamic t-shirt while he was in New Zealand recently. And I'm sure the guy doesn't go around and scrutinize all the clothes of people he's taking pictures with. They removed his book over that asinine reason. Apparently, that's being construed as him having something to do with the madman's agenda. Obviously, yes. He's fully complicit and should be executed. 30 days in the electric chair, mandatory, I think. That's just me, though, you know. On Tuesday, a Muslim prayer was said in Parliament. Just recently, all Christian prayer in Parliament was removed. So they've taken Christianity totally out of Parliament, and now that vacuum is being filled with Islam. On Friday, March 22nd, at 1.30 p.m., New Zealand will be called to will be called to prayer islamic prayer that is and we will be expected to keep two minutes of silence after they read the muslim prayer acknowledging that allah is great and muhammad as his prophet the call to prayer will be broadcast on national radio stations and tv as well there's links to this as well and i, I give you a full supporting documentation of all these things uh, just about uh, one catholic church next point one catholic church leader will go to the local mosque in kilburney as well on Friday to stand outside during their prayers as an act of solidarity. The Catholic bishops have been very sympathetic in playing out their interfaith role with great enthusiasm. Hey, we got to get this one world whore religion under under uh, underway, man. Got to all get on the same train. You know, it's where it's all going down the same track. And you're yoked up with them with your 501c3 tax exempt status if you're some kind of denomination or even non-denom in that system. You're still, so does First Church of Satan, the mosques do. It's one word religion under any crisis. That's where this is all ending up. And this is just more evidence of that. I added this point in. New Zealand Music Festival evacuated because someone claimed another attendee had a right-wing tattoo. I'm not making this up. This is how insane... And how evidently, I don't even know what the, the expression is to use on this. This is insanity. It's like if there is any hint of anything going against Islam, any thought of it, you just need to be executed. I mean, I think this is where it's going to probably end up. I mean, th this is total insanity. You know? It seems like we're having a different world all of a sudden. We're living in a different world. It seems that showing our great respect for those who were killed has somehow been manipulated into showing affirmation of their black devil death cult. Islam, I added that in. New Zealand is now putty in the Islamist hands. The shooting on Friday was terrible, but what has now unfolded is something else entirely and may just be the beginning of something very terrible for New Zealand yet. The door has been opened fully now to the devil known as Islam, and he will come in and suck the life out of you. Certainly on a spiritual level, our crisis has become even deeper. Please keep New Zealand in your prayers. Yeah, amen to that. Next report. <clears throat> New Zealand murders will be used to impose stringent laws criminalizing Islamophobia. Robert Spencer of Jihad Watch commented in commented in the relation to the following article 
when he said the attacks on the mosques in New Zealand are being and will be used to try to silence all criticism of jihad terror and Sharia oppression of women and others. We must heed the warning of Spencer and many others that this tragedy will be heavily exploited to advance the cause of radical Islam and taking away our rights, obviously, and taking away our guns, and to grant special protections to Islam versus all other religions because we have to protect Satan's main, most wickedest, evil religion on planet Earth and give it a special protected status, which is where what I've been saying for a number of years is where this is all moving all this will go on while the daily persecution and slaughter of a large number of christians continue to be downplayed as they continue in many nations with significant numbers of more fundamentalist muslims terrorist attacks against muslims in the western world are extremely rare this morning's fake news false flag attack on the two mosques mosques in new zealand with the supposed death toll currently at 50 is the and i think it's over that or whatever is the first major event of its kind i like to see all the bodies you know Do, can we have evidence of that of course they could trump that up too they, they could you know i don't know i just i don't buy it i don't buy any any narrative they're telling me so with the supposed death toll currently at 50 the poor Islamic people just getting attacked just everywhere. It is the first major event of its kind, even though this was false flag, even though this was staged, even though this was totally contrived and a hoax, okay? This was the first major attack of its kind against Islam since the Quebec City mosque shooting over two years ago, which killed six people. But Islam kills thousands and thousands every year untold death tolls across the planet silence the last time they even got attacked was two years ago when six people were killed but you know obviously the reaction is proportionate here you know we get nothing you you could kill every christian in the world and, and the media be well they probably celebrate at that point but they're, they're gonna be silent but supposedly 50 people die in this stage false flag event and the world's gonna end now we all need to just, you know, I don't know, collectively commit suicide or something. I don't know. In, in, in showing our solidarity to, solidarity to Islam, I think that's the proper recourse for all Christians because we're all collectively to blame for this, you know, this orchestrated shooting where John Podesta was there, the king of the pedophores was there, you know, happened to be there five days before it happened. Hmm. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure there's nothing, there's no red flags here whatsoever. Next report, New Zealand Prime Minister dons hijab. So the Prime Minister, who I saw a video of the other day, a very um, <clears throat> disturbing video that heavily indicated that the Prime Minister of New Zealand is quite possibly a man, uh, a trans man, and um, with working, well, I don't know if it's working, but male equipment, put it that way. It was very compelling. I'm not going to post the video here, but it was very disturbing, very compelling, and pretty hard to deny, put it that way. So that wouldn't surprise me a bit. I mean, we had a first man in the White House for eight years, Michael, who Obama called Michael. No, I'm, I'm sure on more than one occasion, even during big speeches. Well-known, Joan Rivers, you know, 
month before she died and when they they got her on a moment uh of clarity and truth and she says oh please everybody in hollywood knows that michelle is a trainee a man everybody knows that obama is a flagrant gay guy he had bathhouses he frequented in chicago they named a room after the guy at one of the bathhouses after he became president i'm not even going to tell you the name of the room pretty gross total total queer okay obama well they get him with a trainee another guy so they can have this facade of a, of a husband and wife thing and then they get their two adopted um daughters because michael can't pump pump out any children because he's a man and uh yeah that's what we had in our White House for eight years. So why would this be any, you know, whatever? Well, anyway, New Zealand's Prime Minister Don's hijab orders national broadcast of Islamic call to prayer. All New Zealanders, men as well as women, also being asked to wear hijabs this Friday or headscarves. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna put a headscarf on. So I just looked at some of the comments to this report because we've already talked about this a little bit. And one guy said, virtue signaling, stupid idiots, they have no idea what they're doing. There's an old expression, don't just do something, stand there. They are completely clueless about Islamic doctrines, but present themselves preposterously as experts on Islam. The jihadists are laughing their guts out. These were the first four comments under this report. Next one says, of course they know what they're doing, eradicating Christianity and Christians. That is the sole purpose of Islam, and the Islamists are only too happy to accommodate the possessed left with their bloody jihad. Next comment says, you're wrong on the purpose of Islam. The primary purpose of Islam is to eradicate all religion other than Islam. I think they all make great points, personally. And, you know, Christians and Jews are at the top of their enemies list, but they are not the only ones on the list. Review the definition of the word kafir. Well, okay. I'll give you the word, def, definition of kafir. Kafir meaning means infidel, rejecter, disbeliever, unbeliever, non-believer. The term refers to a person who rejects or disbelieves in Allah, also known since ancient times as the pagan moon god. Now, I added that in, but I can prove it, and I'm going to do that in a second. Or the tenets of Islam. So they, they're disbelievers in Allah, which is the pagan moon god, or the tenets of Islam, denying the dominion and the authority of Allah. And this and thus often translated as infidel. The term is used in different ways in the Quran, with the most fundamental sense being ingratitude toward Allah. Yeah, I have a lot of ingratitude toward Allah, so I guess I'm definitely an infidel. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Next next comment said, the purpose of Islam is to create a sadomasoch sadomasochistic torture chamber for the kafirs, which is what we just said, in infidel, disbeliever in Islam, who reject the prophethood of Muhammad, uh, the, the pedophile Muhammad, who married his his favorite wife at the ripe old age of six aisha okay so uh the reward for jihadis is eternal fornication in islam's pornographic paradise we got just got into that so allah hates kafirs so muslims are required to hate them too muslims are allah's bounty hunters and the quran is a troop motivator ah, man wow that guy just think of it muslims are allah's bounty hunters if you're being a fundamental islamic person one way or another you are a bounty hunter for islam because all this this window dressing about oh islam's a religion of peace and 
you know, they kind of let you come in and they, they'll have their, their little ones with their little smile on their face out front and, oh no, we are, we are, all, all the while, all the while. Those devils are just basically acting as a beachhead, as I've said many times before. While they're letting the the, the um, radical elements in, and they're housing them, and they're clothing them, and they're and they're getting them ready, and they're they're preparing their their safe houses, and where they're making their bombs and their chemical weapons and all the other garbage they're doing, and training to kill the infidels. All the more they, they they'll put this nice smile for it until they get to a certain percent of the population then the and then the gloves start to come off and the masks start to come off and then they start acting like their true self so all muslims if they're fundamental in any way shape or form are allah's bounty hunters or at least at bare minimum helping the bounty hunters and the quran and other unholy writings and all their other unholy scriptures are their troop motivators Hey, 72 virgins and 28 white-skinned boys? For, I guess, if you're a stinking pedivore, pedopredator pervert, that's a good deal for you. The only thing they're going to get is hellfire, but, you know. Pray those that can be saved would be saved, but boy, oh boy. I think you get to a point of no return, certain things, especially when it comes to getting into the whole pedopredator child rape stuff and that doesn't phase you at all it's having your conscience uh sear with a hot iron i'd say being turned over to a reprobate mind i don't know these are all new testament terms so allah is the pagan moon god this is an introduction to the basic these basic facts of history i'm just going to give you a little history lesson here number one moon worship has been practiced in arabia since 2000 bc the crescent moon is the most common symbol of this pagan moon worship as far back as 2000 BC, and that's what they have, the crescent moon, on their flags. In Mecca, there was a god named Hubal, who was the lord of the Kaaba, which is that black square thing they march around and worship and stuff. Um, it's their main idol they worship at Mecca or whatever. And, okay, so Hubal was a moon god. Okay, so Hubal is the lord of the cabal was the lord it says was the lord of the cabal Hubal was a moon god one muslim apologist and i give you the the reference here below it's confessed that the idol of the moon god Hubal was placed upon the roof of the kaaba about 400 years before muhammad this may in fact be the origin of why the crescent moon is on top of every minaret at the Kaaba today and the central symbol of Islam atop every mosque throughout the world because there was a ton of pagan deities in the Kaaba but what I heard is when Muhammad had went in there when he took over or got his power or whatever he broke every other one of the of the pagan idols other than the one of the moon god and that's why they say they're monotheistic even though they clearly started out as pagan there's they're just worshiping one devil one fallen angel okay they're not worshiping the God of the Bible. It's not the God of the Bible. It never had anything to do with the God of the Bible, ever. Okay? They worship the moon God. Pagan. Was pagan way before Muhammad was even on the scene. The moon God was also referred to as Aliliyah. This is not the proper name of a specific God, but a generic reference meaning the God. Each local pagan arab tribe would refer to their own local pagan god as alilia alilia was later shortened to allah before muhammad began promoting his new religion in 610 a.d 
see see how we get these things there is evidence that hubal was referred to as allah well that would make sense because hubal was the moon god so they're one and the same essentially it's just like when you have different like ugh, i don't know Semiramis and aphrodite and the mary of the catholic church they're all kind of the same stuff they're just they're just goddesses that are being worshipped now and then a biblical and i don't mean mary of the bible i'm talking about the catholic worship of mary as the co-redemptrix with christ they're just different names through different time periods to, to common to accommodate different pagan cultures it's just different packaging you know they reinvent themselves in other words these devils so we have that there's evidence that hubal was referred to as allah as well so that would even be a double confirmation but when muhammad came along he dropped all references to the name hubal but retained the generic allah muhammad retained almost all pagan rituals of the arabs at the kaaba and redefined them in monotheistic terms so they just you know it's just flavor of the religion do whatever you want you know type of deal meanwhile you know he's betting betting aisha his uh you know his six-year-old wife or whatever oh they said that he only he didn't consummate the marriage till nine. Oh, how benevolent of him how benevolent like i believe a, a pedivore or a child rapist i believe everything i'm sure he was a good boy until she was nine which is just you know it's all sickening but that was his favorite wife too according to him Regardless of the specifics of the facts, it's clear that Islam is derived from paganism that once worshipped a moon god. Although Islam today says it's a monotheistic religion, its roots are in paganism, 100%. So I just wanted to, you know, get, get that out there and, you know, spread the love. You know, hopefully, uh, if you didn't know that information, you know, now I've, I've got so much... If you, if you want to know more, just key in Islam and the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. You probably could literally listen to my teachings for two months straight. Because I think I've got way over 2,000 now. You know, since like 06. So, I mean, I, I can give you so much information. The PDFs that go along with it. I mean, you want to know more, you don't believe it. You know. Pretty open and shut. So, next report. New Zealand Prime Minister promises gun confiscation is just the beginning. Is the U.S. next? This is the same, I believe, tranny. I believe she's a tranny, or he, I don't know. Um, gun confiscation. And uh, Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern wants to ban all semi-automatic firearms. For now, the arm, but for now, the confiscation order banned guns are defined by the following. And it says a semi-automatic firearm, these are the ones you have to turn in now. That is capable of being used in combination with a detachable magazine other than a 22 that is capable of holding more than five cartridges okay so you got to turn that in or semi-automatic firearms that is a shotgun that's capable of being used in combination with a detachable magazine i would think that'd be a drum because i don't, I don't know of a shotgun that has magazines but i know that there are drums that you can attach to some of them i may be wrong though Anyway, you got to turn these in. Here is what the Prime Minister offered at the press conference. In the meantime, we are asking all current holders of military-style semi-automatic weapons and assault rifles to visit our, our www.police.gov.nz 
they will find details of the weapons included in the ban. Now, remember, this is all due to this lying, false flag, garbage, lying, mainstream, fake media. New Zealand shooting. Okay. All staged. All lies. John Podesta in on it. And we're supposed to just turn over our firearms because Satan says so. I, I, I heard that it initially... A very small percentage. It was like 27 guns. I, I just, I hope New Zealanders resist this and resist it and resist it. That is my my prayer. They're just going to disarm the population totally and then later come in for the slaughter. That's what all always precedes gun confiscation. In the next 48 hours... Okay, there, there will be fine details of the weapons included in this ban. In the next 48 hours, a form will be available on the site that we are asking these gun owners to complete, identifying what banned guns they hold. The police will then arrange for these weapons to be handed over and eventually destroyed. Details of the weapons handed back by the owners that are covered by the ban will be taken to ensure that a fair and reasonable compensation is paid back. Uh, once the buyback is in place. If owners are unable, I'm surprised they'd even do that, are unable to complete the form online, they're able to contact the police on the phone to arrange handover of these now banned guns. I do want to emphasize to manage the flow of information to the police online is the best way to arrange the return of your weapons. See, you have to give up your rights for, and let's say we believe the narrative, for something one left-wing nut job did supposedly at a mosque we have to give up all of our gun rights which which is where this is all going because this is just the beginning she wants to ban all semi-automatics and eventually it's going to be all guns in general so again inch by inch it's a cinch they're just seeing what they can get away with they're gauging public outrage they're gauging pushback and from what i'm seeing coming out of new zealand from the reports i'm getting from my uh, my listener and the reports that I'm reading and I'm hearing, there's very little pushback to this. Most people are going along with this, like they're zombies, like they're gelded zombies. So, you know, there's that expression, a coward dies a thousand deaths before he dies. It, it puts me in mind of this. Just go along. I didn't show it. Just leave me alone. Leave me alone, please. I'll do whatever you say. Oh, no. A coward dies a thousand deaths before he dies. Man up. In the name of Jesus Christ, pray for a backbone in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm not talking to my listeners. I'm just saying in general, people are so gelded and, and brainwashed and deceived and deluded. It's pathetic. Do not arrive at the police station unannounced with these weapons in your possession. Oh no, they'll probably come out and SWAT team you. After a reasonable period for returns, get this. After a reasonable period for returns, those who continue to possess these guns will be in contravention of the law. Currently, the penalties for this range from fines up to $4,000. Now that's probably per firearm and three years in prison. And I wonder if that's per firearm. Because of what supposedly some left-wing nut job did in a mosque in new zealand now we've all got to turn in our guns and if you don't you're going to prison you're going to do tall time and pay this gigantic fine that's fair 
I should be held accountable for what this guy, and that's if we believe the narrative, which I don't believe at all. It's all, it's all lies and fake. Chan Podesta overseeing the whole thing. Well, I know we can trust it. That pedivore, he's good people. Him and Hillary Clinton, those pedivores, she was in on it too, I heard. They're good people. Is this where this is headed? New Zealand doesn't have a second amendment. Nevertheless, Washington DC has the power to change ours. Can you hear the American left left um, side of the aisle citing the New Zealand's cool changes? Saying, why do, why do we have these guns? Even New Zealand, blah, blah, blah. They can point to New Zealand. Look, they're the, they're on the cutting edge. And the prime minister isn't done. Be assured, she said. Be assured this is just the beginning of the work we need to do. Says Satan. Next report. International Union for Muslim Scholars demands Sharia, Sharia Islamic Sharia law worldwide, calls on non-Muslim countries to ban the spread of hatred against Islam. And again, they're using this, this fictional event, this false flag event, totally staged, in order to give Islam now a super protected status in the world to ban websites off the internet to take away to implement a internet id to ultimately shut down all social media if it's per, if or, or any websites portraying righteous truthful news all based on a total lie since analysis of the motivating ideology behind the jihad terror is routinely smeared as hatred of islam and muslims this will likely uh, this will likely outlaw all such analysis and make opposition to jihad terror effectively impossible. See, that's why I'm, I'm kind of doing this now because I don't know how much longer I can do this and I'm going to get in as many licks against the devil as I can while I still can because the night is coming when no man can work and that night is probably coming to the internet pretty soon unless God intervenes, unless people wake up and God intervenes and God intervening is the biggest thing prayer fasting and that whole thing but i doubt that'll if anything the christians should just probably unite to pray for the the victims of the false flag shooting that you know listen if there are victims and i'm sure uh, whatever yes pray for them of course if they're dead there's not a whole lot you can do pray for their families pray that their souls get saved by all means but all the other stuff with this that's how they're going to totally they're, they're first and second amendment that's how they're going to go after it over garbage like this lies like this the international union for muslim scholars or iums has called on non-muslim countries to ban islamophobia how do you do that there's only one way to really do that and that's actually to have get the government of all governments involved and they monitor all your social media they monitor all your correspondences they monitor everything about your life. And if there's any hint of Islamophobia, if your neighbor turns you in or whatever, then you go to jail or you're punished or you're fined or whatever. The thing is, I would much rather die than live that way. I will not shut my mouth. And if I have to die for that, oh well. 
Absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. I'm not living on my knees. It's not happening. Especially capitulating to the most wicked, evil, black devil, child raping death cult on the planet called Islam. Why doesn't the IMUS call for Islamic texts and teachings to be purged of their hate speech in the Quran? Or the incitement to genocide, create apartheid, gender apartheid, female genital mutilation, honor killing, Christian and Jew hatred, etc. Because that would be Islamophobic. Because see, Satan gets to decide the narrative. That's all that matters. Is that Satan gets to decide the narrative. This hatred and bigotry spans the globe, and yet never is there any discussion of the ideological and root cause. But one staged attack, attack on a mosque at the bottom of the world and the whole world and the whole of the non-Muslim world is guilty. Yeah, we're, see, we're all being collectively blamed for all of this because of this one staged attack of some left-wing nut job, and that isn't even the real narrative. <laughs> That's just the narrative we were presented. First, he was a Trump supporter. And a conservative, I'm sure. I, that was when the first reports came out. They mentioned he was a Trump supporter and all that. He, he couldn't stand Trump. Now, granted, I'm, I'm not here to defend Trump, but I'm just saying that was what they wanted to, you know, portray. So one staged attack on a mosque at the bottom of the world, and the whole whole of the non-Muslim world is guilty, and our freedom must be sacrificed to this barbaric ideology. Sounds fair to me. Where do I sign up? You know? So here's a listener from New Zealand giving his first-hand account of what is going on in New Zealand. Um, and I, I'm withholding his name. Dear Dr. Johnson, I live in New Zealand before the Christchurch Muslim shooting. All the media would report on was an outbreak of measles in Christchurch. Yo, the measles hysteria. Oh, my word, that... Normal childhood malady, was me I guarantee it was an outbreak of the people that got vaccinated because they infected other people. By an outbreak, they were talking about five cases. Big deal. They shipped 100,000 doses of MMR, that wonderful vaccine with foreign DNA and cultured off aborted babies, depending on what one you get, because there's a couple of different ones. One of them is cultured off two different aborted babies. Key and MMR in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I get into the whole thing. I get into the, the ingredients of MMR. It's like the worst one. They shipped 100,000 doses of MMR. So make sure everybody's good and vaccinated. Isn't it funny how this whole Muslim thing and the vaccine thing seems to be all tied together and then taking away our Second Amendment and our First Amendment? Isn't that crazy weird? Can't speak against vaccines, can't speak against Islam, anything, or can't speak against the transgender, the drag queens that are raping the little boys and stuff, or the pedophores. Can't speak against any of that because those are the most wicked things going on in the world. Those are Satan's most sacred treasures. And they're all tied together. Huh? Isn't that weird? How it keeps coming up over and over in this just this one teaching alone? There will be a lot of sick kids in the country now with those 100,000 doses of MMR. Oh, yeah. And they'll just blame it on the unvaccinated. Also, on a side note, there is nothing about the shooting that adds up. New Zealanders have been threatened by up to 14 years jail time for even viewing the shooting on a computer. Oh, that's, that's reasonable. That's good. A murderer gets less in this country. A murderer gets less. But you view it 
14 years. Also last year, the Speaker of the House in our Parliament banned the use of the name Jesus in the opening prayer. We alluded to that earlier. Yesterday, the Speaker walked into Parliament practically arm-in-arm arm with a Muslim imam, and that devil gave the opening prayer. The Muslim chant, the whole nine yards. Oh, yeah. We got, we got Muslims in our Congress now, and they're starting to take over. Put out that email not too long ago. It was one of the links in one of my newsletters, and um, all of the offices, all of the political offices that were won by Muslims across America in this last election, it was staggering. Because I'm, we're not just talking about Congress, we're talking about all the other local stuff. It was gigantic. Yep, that's what Islam does. That's always their game plan. Take over and conquer, man. That's what they do. And it's happening here too. Our prime minister is a silly young communist woman, and that's debatable about the woman part, but who has been running around for the past few days wearing a Muslim head cover. Makes me sick to my stomach. One bit of comedy, our champion provincial rugby team, which is based in Christchurch, is called the Crusaders. Well, you guessed it. They've been told that the name has to be changed because it's too Christian. Uh, don't dare upset the Muslims. Oh, no, whatever you do, don't upset those poor, precious babies. They only want the best for us. They only want to behead us all and rape our women and our children and generally female generally mutilate our daughters that's all they want and to subjugate us and to tax us and, and to kill us off that's all they want come on why can't we just give them what they want and the world will be such a great place let them drive the jews into the sea like they say they want to do come on next email i got from him these are a progression. Thank you. I am, um, oh, I'm more than happy for you to read what I said in anonymity because I think there's something that stinks about this whole scenario. I smell a huge rat. I, for one, can't believe that there was only one shooter and it seems bizarre that there was police terrorist training exercise taking place that very day in Christchurch. Yeah, that's what always happens in these false flag events. There's always some, conveniently, some police uh, training going on in the same vicinity or whatever that are conveniently you know always training that exact day or that exact moment that these mass shootings always happen yeah i'm sure there's no correlation also today it was announced by our beloved prime minister that our gun laws have been tightened they have banned semi-auto firearms we already have some of the strictest gun laws in the world for example listen to this because you didn't hear this yet i own a 22 single shot rifle Okay, I didn't even know they made 22 single-shot rifles. That is insane. A 22 single-shot? I didn't even heard of one. Normally, they have some type of magazine that, you know, you can have like seven shots or whatever. A 22 single-shot rifle, which I use for possum and rabbit control when I lived in the countryside. My license for this firearm like the, one of the most benign firearms you could ever own, a 22 single shot. I'm not saying you couldn't kill somebody with it, but I'm saying of all guns out there, it's like just about the lowest caliber, just about, and it's a single shot, okay? My license must be renewed every 10 years, and the process we have to go through is crazy. A license to have a 22 single shot? Are you kidding me? Two policemen come to your home for an interview. You gotta be kidding me. 
So, in order to renew the license every 10 years, two policemen come to your home for an interview. My wife has to go through a separate interview, and I also have to name two other upstanding people who have known me personally for at least 10 years. This is what's coming to America unless there's major pushback against what they're going to try to implement. Then they interview those people. Then you have to demonstrate that your weapon is fully secure, locked up tight, tight as a drum. By the way, I've never had so much as a parking ticket in my life or any other troublesome family members. And he, and a guy like that has to jump through that many hoops to have that little gun that he's got. Bottom line is, if my home was broken into, it would take me five minutes at least to unlock, assemble, and load my firearm because evidently you have to have it in a whatever locked and unassembled state so as you can deduce if you obey the law in new zealand you literally could not defend yourself with a firearm at all which is all by design it's a sick joke and oh by the way if a miracle happened and i did get to shoot an intruder i would be jailed for murder or attempted murder of course because you can't defend yourself either you just have to let them come in and rape and kill your your wife and your daughter and yourself and you just have to sit there well they're going to have a gun always because bad guys always have the guns and you just have to sit there and take it you know tomorrow at 1 p.m new zealand time our government have asked us to have two minutes of silence and that the woman would wear a muslim headscarf as a mark of respect scott i'm outraged and tomorrow i am planning to walk down the main street at 1 a.m holding a sign which says shame on my parliament for submitting to allah good for you or words to that effect i've yet to decide bottom line is our government crossed the line when they banned the savior's name last year from our parliamentary prayer and then on tuesday open parliament with a prayer from an islam imam muslim devil we are a nation under god's righteous judgment may god have mercy on us did i mention that if a new zealander has a copy of the shooting video he will face a 14-year jail term without parole which again is you know murders in this country are usually out in about 10 years so it's it's it's, it's proportionate it's proportionate i'd say mass you know murder or whatever and and you know this of course you should be in jail without parole for even having a copy of the video because they have nothing to hide right i mean they're totally transparent everything about this is sick but the most upsetting thing for me as a new zealander is that the average kiwi meaning new zealander is sucked in by it all what a godless country i live in also on the 24th of december 2018 our government signed the satanic un immigration compact so we can expect hordes more invaders into our once Christian country. We've now been softened up uh, even more. Just one thing, 50 Muslims were, and I say supposedly murdered last week, but 250 unborn babies were murdered, evidently in New Zealand, in their mother's womb in this country last week. 250 this week as well, and it will keep going on. Without crying out to God and repentance, my country is doomed. And he said, I thank you so for getting back to me. By the way, the Invive colloidal silver I got through you is great. Because Invive, if you order off dr-johnson.com, my website, which is really Invive's website that they put up for me, they ship all over the world. So you can get it in, in any country you live in. Um, next email I got from him. And here's a picture of him with a sign that says nz parliament bans jesus but embraces islam judgment must follow repent and this is the sign that he marched down the street with like he said he was going to do because he has a backbone and i love it yesterday and i'm not condemning anybody that hasn't whatever i'm just saying that you know i love what he did respect it yesterday 
was one of the saddest days I've ever witnessed in this country. I walked down the main street of my city holding the banner I, in the picture I've attached. And while I only had a couple of people call me names, most people had a blank look on their faces and seemed to turn away like they were embarrassed. Oh, pathetic. They look like dead people occupying a body. Well, that's what they are. They're dead people occupying a body. The whole country, it seemed, was in mourning for the Muslims. They were, there were Muslim prayers and chants everywhere you looked, all over the country, and nearly every woman was wearing a veil. Let me tell you something. If this is the case, and, I, and obviously it is, they're done for. New Zealand is done for. If they were conned this easily and shamed into doing this this easily, they're done for. I'm not saying we shouldn't pray for them. If anything, pray more for them. But unless there's some kind of collective awakening, if this is all it took with all the red flags for the whole country to capitulate and give in to Islam, then they're done. I don't know what else to say. Every, nearly every woman was wearing a veil. Or I would say a hijab too. The Muslims must be licking their chops. This terror attack last week has, uh, has had the result the Muslims could not have ever dreamed of. I'm sure now that our devil prime minister and our wicked parliament will ensure hordes of more invaders will be imported. Even the woman new, news readers on TV were wearing veils. It was if our country had some sort of demonic hypnotism. And by the way, our progressive communist prime minister lives with a guy, and she's probably a guy too, like I said, trainee lives with a guy, they're unmarried. I mean, who does that in, in high-level offices? They're unmarried? Really? They just had a baby girl a couple months ago. Oh, okay. And she will be trying to ram through Parliament an abortion bill that will open, that will be open slather, no fault. I think that's a New Zealand term, open slather, no fault. Um, just turn up and it's murder on demand, meaning they're going to make it just so simple for you to go in there and abort your child. Probably abort it after it's born, just like you know, they're trying to do here. I mean, it's practically already like that, but at least abortion is still criminal. Um, well, I think he means certain types of abortions are still criminal. Although no one has ever been prosecuted, they're easy to obtain. Satan has never had such a great time as he is having in New Zealand right now. What about the 127 Christian kids murdered by the religion of peace just yesterday alone in Kenya? Oh, they don't matter. Not a word. No, he's right. 100%. So just some Bible verses. Proverbs 17, 15. He that justifieth the wicked and he that condemneth the just, even they both are an abomination to the Lord. And that's what I'm seeing here. You condemn the just, you justify the wicked. Well, both of you, classifications of, of, of people or whatever doing this, are an abomination to God. Isaiah 5.20, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil. Psalm 97.10, Ye that love the Lord hate evil. Proverbs 8.33, Hear instruction and be wise and refuse it not. Blessed is the man that heareth me. Watcheth daily at my gates, waiting at the, the posts of my doors. For whoso findeth me findeth life and shall obtain favor of the Lord. But he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death. When you love Islam, you love death. When you get yoked up with them, you're yoked up with death because there's never been a bigger death cult on this planet that I know of. 
If you get a chance, look up Brian Tamarkey from Destiny Church in Auckland. He's a bit different and calls himself a bishop, but I've, I have to say he does stand up for issues. Yesterday he took offense at Muslims on our TV who were saying that Allah is the only one and true God. How dare you know he take offense? The government have threatened to fine him fifty thousand dollars because, um, down on the bottom left of his screen he displayed a New Zealand coat of arms while he said this evidently. So again, no First Amendment, New Zealand. No Second Amendment. They're bringing in the Muslims. The people love it. I. I uh, God help them. God help them. God help this whole planet. He's also very vocal on the homo issues, and the government just hates that. Scott, I don't know if this country has changed overnight or if it's that it's just the shooting has brought to the surface exactly what is in the hearts of the New Zealanders. Well, that's kind of what it sounds like to me. You know, probably the latter, but it's downright scary, and they look they look upon us believers in the Savior as bad guys who are just so intolerant. Yeah, it's like those Bible verses I was reading before. I wish more believers would stand up to the satanic attack on our country. My comment, when the church and the body of Christ fail to carry out the Great Commission and fulfill their individual callings, this is what ends up happening. What we're seeing in New Zealand and what we're seeing in America and Europe and these types of things. Jeremiah 7.28 But thou shalt say to them, This is a nation that obeyeth not the voice of their God, nor receiveth correction. Truth is perished and is cut off from their mouth. It was one of the verses that came. And then the verse here that also comes to me, but I, I, I saw these verses and I said, oh, I'll probably read this whole part. Ezekiel 22 through 31. And the word of the Lord came unto me saying, Son of man, say unto her, thou art the land that is not cleansed nor rained upon in the day of indignation. And this could be said about New Zealand, America, Europe. You know, there is a conspiracy of her prophets in the midst thereof. Now remember, the reason that the land got this way what the Bible says is it starts out with the church. Okay. Because the first thing that's mentioned is there's a conspiracy of her prophets in the midst thereof, like a roaring lion ravening the prey. They have devoured souls. They have taken the treasure and the precious things. It reminds me of the Catholic church where they devour souls. Their, their soul, it's a soul damning devil death cult, the Catholic cult and they're devouring souls, but they're doing it under the name of Christianity with their works based, devil religion idolatrous devil religion they have taken the treasure treasure and precious things they have made many widows in the midst thereof her priests have violated my law notice it still stays on the on the, the priest the church this type of stuff this is the reason why the land got this way her priests have violated my law and have profaned my unholy things they have put no difference between holy and profane neither have they showed difference between the unclean and the clean um they have hid their eyes from my sabbaths I am profaned among them. And there were many Sabbaths that you were supposed to keep in the Jewish Levitical system, okay? In that day and time in the Old Testament. So going forward, her princes in the midst thereof are like wolves ravening the prey to shed blood and to destroy the souls to get dishonest gain. And her prophets have daubed them with untempered mortar, seen vanity and divining lies unto them saying, thus saith the Lord God when the Lord hath not spoken. So false prophets are the norm. The people of the land have used oppression and exercised robbery and have vexed the poor and the needy. Yea, they have oppressed the stranger wrongfully. And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me and for the land that I should not destroy it. But I found none. Now, I would say 
We know there's one down there. <laughs> My listener who, you know, holding up that sign, walking right through the streets, baby, in New Zealand, the only one doing it. You know, proud to know this man. I mean, not proud like, oh, I'm proud. I'm just, I'm honored, you know. But it, when, when I saw all that, that, this verse is what came into my head. And I sought for a man among them that they should make up the hedge and stand in the gap for me for the land, that I should not destroy it. But I found none. We're getting to that point, though, is where, you, you know, he that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey. Therefore have I poured out my indignation upon them. I have consumed them with fire of my wrath. Their own way have I recompensed upon their heads, saith the Lord God. That's what's coming. Biblically speaking, that's what's coming to this world. Now, this is, I'm almost out of time here, but this is, um, this is something just glean. I, I'm not gonna, this, Glenn Kennedy put this out, whistleblower. I organized the Christchurch mosque shooting. Okay. Now it's this guy, he puts out two videos. He seems pretty credible. He's got a pretty wild-eyed look in his face. He says he's CIA. He says that John Podesta was down here fighting, and he was, and that him and Hillary Clinton orchestrated this whole thing. I totally believe that, but I don't, I mean, he says he's seen the light or whatever. So I don't know. You want to watch the video, go ahead and glean from it. There's other videos on this in this link. And, you know, hey, I, I wouldn't be surprised one bit. The New Zealand story has taken some interesting turns in the last six days. John Podesta was in New Zealand for five days prior to the shooting. I mean, this is one of the most sick, evil, high-level pedivores, child rapists, child torturers that the world's ever known. And he was there five days prior to the shooting. Oh, that's another guy that Q said was in jail. Gitmo. Oh, I guess he's not. And now a whistleblower has come forward and confesses to the organizing the New Zealand mass shooting while working for the CIA. Wouldn't surprise me one bit. On March 14, 2019, New Zealand supposedly sustained its deadliest mass shooting in modern day history. When gunman 28 year old Brenton Tarrant killed 50 people and injured another 50 in two mosques in Christchurch, according to mainstream media reports. But this is yet to be confirmed. Because again, I don't believe anything they say. The media Im immediately identified Tarrant as the most noxious of all monsters, an alt-right, even though he's alt-left, he's a left-wing, but he's an alt-right-affiliated white supremacist. He's a left-wing eco-terrorist. And that's if we believe any of the official narrative. I mean, who knows? Guy's bought and paid for. So why was John Podesta in New, New Zealand? Hmm, that's so weird. John Podesta, a major Democratic Party honcho, pedivore, Bill Clinton's White House Chief of Staff, Barack Obama's White House Advisor, Hillary Clinton's 2016 Presidential Campaign Chairman, and he loves to torture, eat, and kill small children. Huh. What could go wrong? I mean, I'm sure he was down there with good intentions, right? What could possibly... I mean, if anybody had a pure, ever had a pure soul, we know it's John Podesta, him and his brother, Tony, who have all this deviant art of all these little kids like with their butt spanked and in in all of these really weird provocative positions where they look like they're being tortured and that's the kind of art they have in their houses can can pizzagate at contendingfortruth.com if you want to know more good about uh john podesta and his brother and hillary clinton these are the sickest devils that walk the planet
and we're supposed to believe their narrative. And then the last report, New Zealand caller claims government has been turned over to the United Nations. I just This just broke right before I went, and this is why it's at the end. During a broadcast by UniteAmericaFirst.com, a caller called in to inform Americans that New Zealand has been taken over by the United Nations and that it is ushering in the New World Order. Since the, shot, since the shooting a week ago, the government has arrested three people that shared the killer's live stream and are facing up to 14 years in prison. So let's go ahead and listen to this. Hello, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, Will, it's Mandy from New Zealand. Mandy from New Zealand? Oh, oh, you're from New Zealand. Wow, I love it. So how are you doing over there? And what's the goss over there at the moment with your laws and the guns? You know what? Uh, Bernie oh. Sanders Bernie Sanders wants us to follow what is happening over there in uh. New Zealand right now. So tell me, you're in New Zealand. Tell everybody that's watching right now what is it like in New Zealand right now, how they're trying to uh, basically disarm everyone in the country? Well, let, let's say this. We're now censored on that video. Seeing that video, obtaining that video, sharing that video will see us at 14 years jail, which is why I'm also in Facebook jail right now because of it. That's sad. I am literally waiting for the boys in blue to turn up on my doorstep, but I'm not going to be silenced. What they're doing is I, I love this. It's two there's two black guys and a white woman and they're listening to her call. And I think this is uh, this is the one guy Alex Jones had on, but I think this is great when we see this type of uh this is the good kind of solidarity we need to cross cultural lines and this type of stuff. Combine this with prayer and fasting and you know, getting the Christians aware of this type of information and praying about this. We can move mountains. Um, but anyway, I just want to throw that in. The New World Order policies. They yes. need to bring in hate speech of Muslims. And if they do that, they can reign over us. They took the prayer out of our parliament that they opened on the Quran this week. Really? Um, they they what? The whole they... thing through the country yesterday. So let me repeat what you just said. They took prayer out of the the parliament yep. and they open up parliament this week with the quran that's sad yes wow yep and they put us into a state of uh islam yesterday through the service i turned it off and i blasted god defend new zealand on the internet oh wow. my god so so you're saying if anyone plays that video in new zealand right now you're subject to get 14 years did yep. I hear that correctly? Three people I heard have already been arrested for it. Say it one more time. Three people have already been arrested for airing that video. 14 years in jail, no parole. Worse than a murderer would get in New Zealand. Now that's equal application of the law. That is fair and just law laws there. Absolutely. You, you got to admit. Wow. It's Three people have already been arrested for airing that video, and yep. oh my god! So now have, what I've have got, well, what I've got for you, because this is very big over here. This goes into bits of, um, I guess, the Clinton Foundation. This goes into the corporation, the federation. This talks 
power. We've got a broken um, constitution here. Now that we're not part of the Privy Council in Britain, we're more swayed to losing our rights. Um, part of our what our constitution now is part of the TPA, Trans-Pacific Agreement. So our constitution is a living, growing document for the UN. And <coughs> I want this stopped. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know what? Our prayers are with you over there. Yes. You know, they, yeah. and I truly believe that the UN, this is, this is just my belief. I truly believe that the UN was behind what took place. And, and even members sure. here in the Democrat Party in the United States are colluding with it to make yeah. it, to make all that happen. And now they're trying to, they want the same gun laws that's happening there to come here. And they're, and with, and I think, yep. Because New Zealand is not a huge country, right? So if they can implement it there and make it look like it's working there, that's going to be their justification of trying to say that it will work here. Yeah, it's the perfect country to beta test this in as well because it is a smaller country. It's off by itself. They're vulnerable. And obviously from the descriptions I'm seeing from like my listener and other people, the, the people are going along with it. They've been prepped and prepared for this. And... So far, everything that they're, it sounds like they're trying to implement is going off without a hitch. Now, I, I, I hope to report back later that it's not going well. I hope there's tons of collective pushback from the New Zealanders. And again, yeah, this is why we should be praying for them because they really need our prayers. The same way they do socialism. Yep. They say socialism worked good in some countries, but when you talk to the people there, they say it doesn't work. And they hide all of the bad stuff from us. You know, I'm so sorry that you're well, going through that there. I think it's a must that we unite everybody globally. Yes. I agree. Yes. yes. And yes. I want to say something to her. Um, she She's right. This is affecting our gun laws over here in the United States already. And I don't know if you heard earlier, I was saying that on Tuesday in the Senate, we have a Republican senator, and Republicans are supposed to block um uh, gun confiscation laws, but we have a Republican senator bringing a bill to the floor to pass um, red flag gun confiscation laws. So, and they're, so we have they're, that happening next week. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're already on the move here to try to follow along New Zealand. This is the global agenda from the UN to try to take guns from everybody on the planet so we can't protect ourselves. The UN yep. can't have people able to have arms when they want to implement something that they want to implement. So, well, hey, thank you. Thank you for calling me. Yeah, thank you for calling me. You're welcome. Will you take care and everyone be safe? Yes, you be safe in New Zealand. Protect your family. So that's all all we have for uh, today. It's about 23 pages of information. I'm way over in time. So a lot to pray about. I'm going to try to update my my prayer list here at the the stop. Start there and... um, God bless you, and Lord willing, we'll see you in the next audio.